Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. This is episode 28 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Hi everyone, it's Liam Naden here. Welcome back to this next episode. Thank you for joining me. And can I just say before we get started, it's I really love doing these podcasts and, and sharing this information with so many people. It's also great to get feedback from people too. And I really appreciate all of the emails that you've been sending me about what you've been getting out of these podcasts or, or different ideas as well. And what a difference it's made to people, some of this information. And it's one of those things that really keeps me motivated to keep wanting to produce these podcasts. So if you have any feedback or if you'd like to email me, please feel free to. My email address is liamnaden, L-I-A-M-N-A-D-E-N, at gmail.com. And also, if you have any questions or even if there are suggested topics or things you'd like me to cover in future podcasts, then please email me and I'll certainly give you a reply as well. All right, now today's topic is what to do when your spouse wants to leave. But before we get into that, and it's a pretty big topic, I'm sure you'll agree, I've got a question for you. Now, if you've been listening to the earlier episodes in the Growing in Love for Life podcast, and I'm assuming you've at least you've listened to at least one of them. I, mean, I know there are many people who've listened to all of them, but, and that's great. But my question for you is, has the information I've been sharing with you made a difference in your marriage? So if you're struggling with your marriage, and I assume that you are, because I imagine that's why you're listening to me anyway, but has have my ideas made a difference? And has the difference been in one of two areas? Because it will be in one of two areas. Firstly, has it made a difference to your marriage situation? So have things improved at all between you and your spouse, even even just slightly? You know, things maybe less tense between you, maybe you have fewer arguments, maybe the communication's just a little bit better. Or do you feel that their attitude has changed at all? So has it made a difference to your marriage situation? And secondly, has it made a difference? Has the information I'm sharing with you made a difference to the way you feel? I mean, do you feel any better about yourself or about your situation or, or about things in general? Has it given you more hope? Are you less stressed than you were or less confused or angry? And this area, this how you feel, is actually more important. And we're going to talk about that shortly in this podcast. But I also wanted to say if what I'm sharing with you in these podcasts has made a difference and if my information resonates with you and, and, if, and if you feel that it makes sense and you think it really is helping or can help then I really urge you to join one of my two programs I've got the Stop Your Divorce program which is a seven day program which as the name says it really shows you how to stop your divorce happening when, when your spouse wants to leave and my 30 day Save Your Marriage relationship transformation program which is a more in-depth program about showing you how to really rebuild your relationship and develop much more intimacy deeper communication deeper passion and create a foundation where 
the problems that are happening at the moment, the things that have gone off the rails, they're not going to happen again. You'll be able to, you will get things back on track and keep them on track. And both of those programs are available. There's more information. You can have a look about what's involved and, and uh, what's in those programs. Uh, the Stop Your Divorce program is at liamnaden.com slash stopyourdivorce. And the Re Save Your Marriage Relationship Transformation program is at liamnaden.com slash saveyourmarriage. And if you just go to my website, liamnaden.com, you'll see the links to those programs and a lot more information, including... Uh, recordings of these podcasts, all the previous podcasts, they're all on there as well. But please, if I have made a difference, if I am making a difference, if you think I can make a difference, then please have a look at those because they are my ultimate, if you like, crystallization into a step-by-step -step plan showing you exactly what to do. And they've made a big difference for a lot of people and I know they can help you too, so please have a look at that. All right. Well, now let's get on today's onto today's topic, which is what to do when your spouse wants to leave. And of the many people who've been through my programs or who I've worked with in my personal coaching or and, and also of the many people who've contacted me for help, I'd say that far and away the most common problem I see is that somebody's spouse wants to leave them. They want to end the marriage. And it's also the most difficult thing to deal with. And if you're in that situation, I'm sure you will agree that's the truth. What do you do? I mean, what do you do when your husband or wife comes to you and says they want to leave? When they says they don't love you anymore, or they, they love you but they're not in love with you. Maybe you've heard that one. Or maybe they're involved with someone else, or they want to be on their own for a while to sort themselves out. And that's actually quite a common one. But what do you do? What do you do when that happens? Well, the first thing, of course, is that you'll realize just how devastating emotionally that situation really is. I mean, suddenly it's as if your entire world has changed. And even if you think you saw it coming, perhaps there were warning signs there. And if you thought it was going to happen, it's still not the same as when it actually does happen. So it's a devastating emotional thing for somebody to be hit with. And it typically brings out all sorts of emotional reactions. And I just want to go through some of the most common because I'm sure if you're in that situation you will identify with one or more or maybe all of these. But these are the most common. The first thing that happens is people get angry. And they say, how could this happen to me? You know, they're so selfish. My husband or wife, they're so selfish. They don't care about me. They don't care how I feel and they don't care about what's going to happen to me. It's all about them and I'm really angry. So that's the first thing that often happens. The second emotional reaction that people often have is confusion. And they start to think, why is my husband or wife doing this? Are they going mad, perhaps having a midlife crisis? You know, we've got so much going for us. Why are they wanting to throw it all away? We've got a great life. We've got a good income, maybe. or We've got a great lifestyle. We seem to have everything we want. They seem to have everything they want. How can they really be prepared to throw all of it away? I just don't understand. And, and what about the family? Don't they care about the children, the impact that's going to have on them? I just can't figure it out. So confusion. Confusion is a very common reaction. The third emotional reaction that people often have when their husband or wife tells them they want to end their marriage is insecurity. And they think, oh, am I not good enough for them? Am I not a good enough husband or wife? Have I not done enough to make them happy? 
or perhaps I'm no longer attractive. You know, maybe it's not just them who don't, fi if they don't find me attractive, then maybe nobody else finds me attractive and maybe I'm just not attractive. So it's that whole insecurity thing and that's a very, very stressful emotion to feel. Another emotion that people often feel is fear. And this is a very big one that people really have. And it's what's going to happen to me? How am I going to cope on my own? Am I going to have enough money to live on? What am I going to do? Am I going to be lonely? And where am I going to go? What, what, how am I going to support myself? What, what's my life going to look like? So that's, that's a very big one, fear. Fear of the unknown and the uncertainty of it all. Another emotion is frustration. People get really frustrated. Their husband or wife says they want to leave and they feel frustrated. They feel anger at themselves, and maybe you feel anger at yourself for feeling that the situation is out of your control and you just don't know what to do. You're frustrated by that. You might even feel that you're doing a lot, that you're putting in a huge effort into trying to save your marriage, into trying to make it a great marriage or a good marriage, but nothing seems to be working. Your spouse, they're just not responding, right? And in fact, things might be moving in the opposite direction. No matter what you do, you might be really frustrated because you're doing everything you can think of, but it's not making any difference. And you could be saying, look, I would do anything to save my marriage, but I just don't know what to do. You just don't know what to do, and that makes you feel extremely frustrated. The other thing that happens is they often cause people to start doing stupid things. They can do, I've seen some very interesting things that people have done when they, when they find out that their spouse wants to leave them. And there's certainly things that they wouldn't normally do. And you know, people start to want to get revenge back on their spouse, so they try and find ways to get back at them and to hurt them. And people do some really crazy things in this regard, that, you know, like stalking their spouse. They might even get their credit cards cancelled or, or change the locks on the door. And obviously this is all tied up with these negative emotions, frustration, fear, insecurity, confusion and anger that they feel when their spouse tells them they want to leave. Alright, now, while all these emotional responses are perfectly natural, they're perfectly understandable, there's one big problem with all of them. And that problem is that none of these things are going to help keep your marriage together. They're not going to stop your spouse from leaving or get them back if they've already left. In fact, I can virtually guarantee you that any and all of these negative emotional responses are pretty well certain to make things worse. And I'm pretty sure that you will know that's true, that you've, if you've tried or if you've experienced these emotions, you'll know that is the case. It doesn't help. It only makes things worse. Now, of course, knowing that you don't want to feel a certain way, that you you don't want to feel bad, you don't want to feel angry or confused or insecure, you don't want to feel afraid or frustrated, but that's not enough, is it, to actually stop you feeling those things. In fact, knowing how you want to feel, but actually being able to feel that way are two completely different things. You know, you can know that you shouldn't feel a certain way and that you don't want to feel a certain way, but you don't know how to stop it. It still doesn't mean you don't feel that way, does it? It's very true. So if your spouse has told you they want to leave, the most important thing you can do is to control the way you feel, your emotional state. And that means not reacting in any of the ways I've described. Now this is the one thing that's going to have more impact on your ability to save your marriage than virtually anything else. Because the truth is, when you feel good, 
when you feel strong, you are in a far better place to save your marriage than when you were expressing all of those negative and weak emotions. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts, and I go very, very deep into how to do this in my programs, But, and I'm going to discuss this in a bit more detail sh- shortly, but for now, I'm sure if you really think about it, you'll agree it's true. You need to be in a strong and positive emotional space if you want to start working on saving your marriage and rebuilding it. All right, well, that all sounds good. I'm sure you'd agree. But the question I know you're asking is, right, well, how do you do that? I mean, how do you stop feeling negative? How do you stop feeling bad and expressing all of those negative emotions when your world is literally crashing down around you? Well, the truth is you can do it. And I'm going to give you in this podcast some steps on how you can do it. And I'm not going to talk here, just in case you're wondering, about things like affirmations or you know, trying to convince yourself of something or lying to yourself in the hope that somehow by you know, just acting positive is going to trick you into feeling good. You know, that whole acting positive thing doesn't work when you're feeling lousy. You know, and it's the same with telling yourself lies in the hope that you're going to believe them. I mean, that is just pointless. It really doesn't work. Now, what you really need to do is you need to change the way you feel, and you do that by changing your perspective. On, on, by changing on how you actually look at the situation. And that comes from new thoughts and also from asking yourself different questions. And really, once you start seeing things from a different perspective, you'll be amazed at how much power it gives you and how much more likely you are to get your spouse to change their mind and really change their mind and want to genuinely come back to, to be with you or to stay with you and to want to work on creating a great marriage with you. And that's what the place where you need to get to. All right, so there are six steps here in this process to changing the way you feel. And as I go through them, I want you to really think about them and please make a commitment to yourself that as far as you can, you're going to apply these ideas. You know, it really doesn't... It's going to help to a certain degree just listening to me and hearing me explain them because you're going to get a different understanding that is going to make a difference and you'll maybe some lights will go on they probably will once you start to see things in a way you've never thought about them before probably but it's also really important you go a bit beyond that and you you think it through in terms of your situation and ask yourself how can how does this relate to my situation how can I really apply these ideas to my situation how can they benefit me and I'll just as an aside here, and I, I do want to make this point, you know, we're, we're on podcast episode number 28. Now, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you'll know that, you know, what I'm doing in these podcasts, this isn't one of those podcasts where it's, you know, hi, how are you doing? How's your day going? And, you know, I woke up this morning, I had a bit of a headache, but now I'm feeling good. You know, I really get to the meat of the art of the, the matter in these podcasts. I'm trying to give you really practical information that you can really apply that's going to make a difference, that's going to help you save your marriage, get your marriage strong again, back on track. And you might have noticed that because of these ideas, they are very practical, uh, you might have noticed that many of the same ideas actually come up in different episodes, perhaps in different ways. And and I've actually done this deliberately, and I've done that for a number of reasons. Because in reality, what you need to do, if you want to save your marriage, it's not that complicated. I mean, seriously. And in my programs, my Stop Your Divorce program, 
how to s save your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to and in my save your marriage relationship transformation program I lay it out in a very step-by-step -step methodical way showing you exactly what to do and when to do it so you can save your marriage much more quickly and much more effectively but there's also a lot of information here in these podcasts obviously and the, the re, one of the reasons I'm repeating similar ideas in many different ways is that I want you to get it. You know, I want to, you to get to the point in your mind where you really understand it and where you really, just as importantly, if not more importantly, you actually apply it. Because it's in the understanding and in the application that you're going to get the result. You know, you might have heard the story about the minister the church minister giving a sermon on a Sunday morning and he, and he gave what, he, what was a pretty good sermon and the, the congregation, the people, they, they seemed to enjoy it but the next Sunday he gave exactly the same sermon and the people were a bit mystified and they thought, oh, what's going on here? And the third week, again, he gave word for word exactly the same sermon and people were starting to get a bit worried here they thought, oh, this, maybe he's... he's got a bit of a mental problem here you know maybe he's forgetful or whatever anyway this went on for another week and at the end of the fourth week a group of people in the congregation they got together with the priest afterwards and they said with the minister and said look we hate to tell you this but do you realize you've said exactly the same sermon for the last five weeks in a row and the minister looked at them and said yes but have you applied what I've talked about and they looked at him with a bit of silence and he said, no, I'm going to keep giving you the same sermon until you do, until you get it and you actually do something with it. <laughs> now, I don't want to compare myself to to giving sermons here. I'm not, not trying to give you sermons in these podcasts, but I'm trying to give you really some concepts and, and some ideas and some tools and strategies that if you can look at them in different ways and when you get it, then you will apply it. And that's the most important thing. As I say, it's not really that complicated what to do to save and strengthen your marriage but you need to to really get it in your mind all right well enough of the sermon <laughs> over but let's get on to the six steps so here we go so here are the six things that you really must do when your spouse has told you they want to leave all right now the first thing step number one don't panic all right now that means don't react now I I know this isn't easy to do, it's extremely difficult to do, but the reality is that no matter what they are saying or doing, or what they have said or done, nothing is fatal. Nothing is forever. If they want to leave, even if they do leave, then there's absolutely nothing to stop them coming back to you, is there? Now obviously to get them to come back to you, you have to do the right things, and you have to keep doing the right things, but I've seen people save their marriages and get their spouse back when they've been gone for six months. You know, even if they've moved in, even when they've moved in with someone else. Now think about it. Can you see your spouse moving out? So look at this in your mind and really think about this. Can you see your spouse moving out? And then can you see them coming back in a few months later? You know, if you can, you can see it in your mind. You know it's possible. You know it's it it is a possibility. So don't panic. It took a while for your marriage to get to the point where it is, and it may take a while to get it back to where you want it to be. Hopefully, if you do one of my programs, you'll speed that process up a lot. But you know, it can happen. You can get it back, and it will happen if you do the right things and stick at it and never give up. Okay, so that's the first thing. Don't panic. Step number two: understand that your spouse is human. Now, what does that mean? I mean, of course, you say. Well, of course they're human. 
But what I'm meaning here is they make mistakes. And I've talked about this in a previous podcast again, but the truth is your spouse is doing their best. They see their situation and your situation from their perspective. Now, it's not going to be your perspective, and you might not agree with your perspect- with their perspective. I'm sure you don't, but they're doing the best they can. And they're probably confused and afraid and insecure and frustrated as well. And they're just trying to deal with things the best way that they know how, right at this moment in their life. And that really means, what I mean here by understanding your spouse is human, that it really means try to show them a bit of compassion. When you understand that they are human, you will feel a bit of compassion to them. Now, I know it's not easy to do, but nevertheless, they are human and they are just doing their best. They really are. Step number three, okay, is you need to understand the real reason your spouse wants to leave. Now, it's probably not the reason they're giving you. Because the real reason is not that they've fallen out of love with you or they've fallen in love with someone else. The real reason is that they're no longer having their emotional needs met in your relationship. In other words, quite simply, the marriage no longer makes them feel as good as they would like to feel. And they're looking for an alternative. And they might have even they might think they've even found an alternative. But once you realise that, then all the confusion goes and you can stop asking yourself why are they leaving? And you can start asking yourself a far more powerful and effective question, which is, how can I make my husband or wife feel happy? And how can I give them what they need emotionally? Now, I've talked about this in other podcasts. I go into great detail about this in my programs. But to meet their real emotional needs, that's what you need to figure out. And they're not the ones they're telling you. They're not, they're not necessarily, and they're probably not just the ones that, the things they're telling you they want, or even that they think they want. But what you need to realize is that deep down, this is why, this is the real reason they want to leave, is they're just not getting all of their emotional needs met in your relationship. All right, step number four. Now, this is an interesting one, and it's one, again, that you know seems pretty obvious when you first mention it, but... Many people haven't thought about it, or they've forgotten about it. And that is, you need to understand that people change, and then things change. And many times when someone's husband or wife tells them they want to end the marriage, you know, that person becomes filled with memories of the good times of the past, and they feel heartbroken that you know, those times are going to be gone forever, and they'll never be able to be, have those happy times again with their husband or wife. So they get really upset, don't they, when their spouse tells them they want to leave because they see the end of the past. But there are a few things you need to realize about this, about this whole thing about change. And the first thing is, your husband or your wife is a different person to the one you married. I mean, they're simply not the same person they were when you first got together. And even when you get your marriage back to being loving and fun again, they're still not going to be the same person that you married. You can still have a great relationship, but it's not going to be the same as it used to be because they have changed and they always will change. It's just the way things are. The next thing is you need to realize that you're a different person. Not just they're a different person, but you're a different person to the one that you were when you first got together with your spouse. And it's the same thing, isn't it? You're different. I mean, you're different to the person you were yesterday and you're going to be different tomorrow. The only constant in life is change, so change is inevitable. So instead of resisting it, 
instead of wanting things to be the same and wanting things to be the way they were, why not be excited by it? Why not marvel at it? Why not say, isn't it amazing and exciting how things are always changing? It's just fascinating. Isn't it amazing how I've changed, how my spouse has changed? And you'll begin to see that change is actually a very good thing. You know, you're not going to be stuck with this thing that, you know, I wish things used to be the way they were. You know, so you need to see the good ways that things have changed and about yourself, your spouse, and your marriage. And that there are some good ways, no doubt about it. You also need to put the past in perspective. And, you know, oftentimes, and you really need to think about this one, but oftentimes what you thought were the great times of the past were probably, if not almost certainly, filled with their own problems. You know, we tend to look at look back at things with rose-tinted spectacles, but, if, you know, the past was filled with its own problems and stresses as well. And you probably weren't anywhere near as happy in reality as what you now think that you were then. I'm almost certain of that. You know, we, we have this this illusion, if you like, of what we're aiming for is just to be happy and we just want everything to be right. It's never going to be right. We're never going to get to a stage where everything is perfect. It, and that also applies to the past. It never was perfect either. So put the past in perspective. It probably wasn't as great. I'm not saying it wasn't good, but it probably wasn't quite as great and as perfect as you think it was. And of course also realize this, and we're still talking about step number four, which is which is uh, you know understanding that people and situations change, but realize also that you can, and if you're committed to it, you will, you can have the good times back, the happy marriage back. It really is possible, but it's going to be different. They're going to be different good times. It's going to be a different happiness, if you like. It's not going to be the same. And that, again, helps you from staying stuck in the past and wanting things to be the same. Because, as I keep saying, you know, things can never be the same as they were. And you don't want to get stuck in that situation when you're always comparing the present to a past that probably didn't really exist anyway. Alright, that's all step number four. It's a big one. It's understanding that things are changing all the time. Okay, step number five don't work on them, work on yourself. So what this means is you've got to stop trying to change your spouse's mind or convince them to stay because it's not it's just not going to work and if you've tried that already you'll know that's true. Instead put your efforts and focus on being the person they would most want to be with. So ask yourself what would the person be like, the person who my husband or wife would be most attracted to and want to be with on a long-term basis. And I'm not talking about physical looks here, although that is part of it if you've neglected your physical body, but no, I'm talking about the qualities of that person. And you know, the truth is, if a man runs off with his young, gorgeous secretary, it's not just her body he's attracted to, because the truth is he's soon going to get tired of that. I mean, he might, you know, be be caught up with the fantasy of this young, gorgeous woman, and you, if you're the, the wife and you're no longer young, you might think, that that's what he wants and you can't give him that. But no, what he's really after is he's after the feelings he gets from the qualities of that young attractive person. And if you think about it, what sort of feelings is he going to get? It's going to make him feel masculine. It's going to make him feel adventurous. He's going to have a sense of mystery and excitement in his life that maybe he hasn't had in your marriage for a while. Now let's just be honest about it. He's going to feel looked up to. He's going to feel adored. He's going to feel all of these things that are going to make him feel good and powerful. And in other words, his emotional needs are being met. So you need to ask yourself, you know, 
what are the qualities that my husband or wife is really looking for in a partner? And that's what you need to start developing or redeveloping in yourself. All right, that's step number five. And step number six is simply remember that at the end of the day, you can't force them to stay. You, you don't control them. Much as you'd like to, you can't force it to happen, just as there are lots of other things in the world that you don't have control over either. So you can work on making them want to stay, but you can't force them to. And the best way to do this, in fact the only way, is not for them to change, not to try and get them to change, but for you to change. And that change comes from the inside. And by listening to these six steps that I've been giving you, what you're really doing is you're changing the way you see things. And when you change the way you see things, your behaviour changes and your results change, including getting your husband or wife back and being in a loving marriage with you. Alright, so those are the six steps and you know, if your spouse tells you that they want to leave, then the most important thing, I can't stress this enough, is that you've got to work on your own feelings. You've got to start seeing how you can change your feelings from negative to positive. And when you do that, you tend to attract positive feelings from others. That makes sense, doesn't it? And that includes your spouse as well. If you're putting out positive feelings, you're going to get positive feelings back. Maybe not initially, but you are eventually. And that's where it all starts, and that's what these six steps are about. So I hope you found our podcast today helpful for you. Remember, if what I say feels good to you, if, or if, it, if you resonate with us, please consider joining one of my programs. It's a way for me to help you in a much more powerful way, a much more effective way. It's really got all of my information laid out in a very step-by-step -step way. You'll find all of the details about both of the programs on my website, liamnaden.com. You know, and I really look forward to helping you and seeing you have the happy marriage that you really want and deserve to have. And I know from personal experience, nothing is more miserable than facing the breakup of your marriage. So that, you know, there are things you can do. It, it doesn't need to happen. You, you know, divorce is not inevitable. But you do need to do the right things and you need to do them step by step. And that's what I'd like to share with you. Once again, thanks so much for listening. If you want to send me an email at any time with any comments or questions, feel free to do so. It's liamnaden at gmail.com. Visit my website, liamnaden.com, for, for more ideas, information, and of course my programs. Once again, thanks a lot for listening. I really wish you all the best, and I hope to talk to you soon. Bye for now.